Are you a people pleaser? Do you say yes to almost everything that someone asks you to do? Today, we're going to continue our series, What Are You Afraid Of? and look at one of the biggest fears that a lot of us face today, the fear of saying no. Andrew is the co-founder and president of Leadership Development and Team Building for Outward Focus. His goal is to equip and empower each individual for success in business and in life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast. My name is Andrew, and today we're continuing our series, What Are You Afraid Of? And we're looking at one of the biggest fears that a lot of us face almost every day, and it's the fear of saying no. But before we get into it, if you're a new listener or if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll have a new episode coming out each Monday. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. And so last week, we started a new series called What Are You Afraid Of? And we're looking at the different fears in our lives. And I titled that first episode, Get the Facts First. Because I think so often we become fearful of something because we we jump into something without not knowing all the necessary facts. And we make our decision based off of fear. And we talked about how fear can be summed up in the acronym, false evidence appearing real. And we said that's exactly what it is. It's an unpleasant emotion It's this expectation that something that hasn't happened yet will happen. And this thing that will happen will cause us harm or will be a threat to us. And so that's what fear is, is is thinking that something that hasn't happened yet is going to happen, but that thing has a hold on you. It paralyzes you. And then we kind of played off the, the fear acronym and we presented two ways of responding to fear. Option one was to forget everything and run. And option two was to face everything and rise. And the choice really is ours. But we talked about how that's a process. It takes time. It takes time to transform the way that you think about fear and the things that are in your life. And I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. And if you haven't already, to check it out and just to to understand where we're coming from in this series of what are you afraid of? And so I want to continue this series. And we're going to continue it for a few episodes But today's episode is called The Fear of Saying No. This is a fear that so many of us deal with, even on a daily basis. The fear of saying no, saying no to someone that asks you to do something, that needs your help. Saying no is hard. But why? Why is saying no sometimes so hard? We want others to like us. We want others to love us. We want to seek other people's approval. We don't want to let people down. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We know that they need help. We feel guilty if we say no. We say yes out of fear of what they will say or what we think that they will say. We say yes out of fear of how they will act or how we think they will act. We say yes out of fear of how they will treat us or how we think they will treat us. A lot of our fear of saying no 
is based off of assumptions and conclusions that we tend to jump to. Or what do they say this about me? Or what do they feel this way about me? What if they don't like me anymore? What if they don't ask me to do anything anymore because I said no? What if I let them down and they no longer want to be my friend or want me in their life anymore? Maybe they'll be angry at me and they'll never forgive me. Now, some of these assumptions can come true, but a lot of them are just that. Assumptions and conclusions that we jump to. And it kind of stems back to our last episode of getting the facts first. We're developing this idea and this preconceived notion in our heads of what we think people will do and how we think they will react to us when we say no to them. But we don't really know how they're going to respond. We have ideas maybe based off of their character, maybe based off of previous experiences with them or with other people. But we don't truly know how they're going to respond in that moment. As much as we play it up in our minds that we do know and we think we know what's going to happen, we really don't. A lot of our fear is based off of those assumptions, but it's also based off of rejection and that fear of rejection. A lot of our fear of saying no is surrounded by the fact that we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We want to fit in. We don't want others to be angry at us or not like us because we say no. We don't want to let people down. When we talked about the gift of rejection in our earlier episode of the podcast, We talked about how rejection can be looked at through a different lens, but rejection is painful. And we mentioned how there's a lot of things that come with rejection. And this fear of rejection that we face comes in many ways and leads us to that fear of saying no. I know that's what happened to me. Growing up, I constantly felt left out. As a kid, I didn't have many friends. I didn't have the love or acceptance from my father. I just wanted people to like me. But as I went to school and in different places, I was bullied for being different. I was physically beat up. I was racially discriminated against. I was made to feel so bad about myself because I wasn't like the other kids. I wouldn't talk like them. I often wouldn't act like them. And I often wouldn't do what they did. But I was tired of it. And so late in my teen years and into my early 20s, I really developed a strong fear of saying no. I wanted to make friends. I didn't want people to make fun of me anymore. I didn't want to have to go through my college years feeling alone and having to revisit those painful memories from my past. And so little by little, I started saying yes to the things that I wouldn't normally have said yes to because of that fear of saying no. Saying no as a kid got me beat up got me made fun of, got me in a position where I felt so unloved and so left out. So I thought to myself, well, I better say yes, because I don't want this to happen again. And so these things that I would say yes to, some of them weren't bad, but it turned down and led me down this path where one yes turned into a bunch of yeses. And all of a sudden, now it was harder to get out. During this time, I compromised my values and developed a different lifestyle because of my fear of saying no. And it's not to say that the people that I was around were bad people, but they were doing things that I wouldn't necessarily want to do. But I was afraid. I just wanted to be liked. I wanted to fit in. I was afraid to say no because I didn't know what would happen to me during those college years if I did not have any friends. So during that time, I had a lot of yeses. 
some that I'm okay with and some that I'm not very proud of. But a lot of what I did stemmed from the fact that I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to fit in. I just was tired of people treating me a certain way. And so I was afraid to say no. And I didn't love myself. And so I was looking for the love and approval of others. Now, this may be a tough question for you, but I'm going to ask it anyways. If I was to ask you to make a list of all the things that you loved, how long would it take you to name yourself? I can honestly say, I don't know if I ever would have put myself on that list. I would have had my hobbies, my families, my friends, different sports I played, maybe certain material possessions that I had in my house, my love of God. But would I ever have listed myself? And you see, a lot of our Fear of saying no is rooted in that pain of rejection and rooted in that pain of feeling left out. It's from those previous memories. It's from those moments of feeling unloved. And so we we tend to say yes to everything. And we say yes because we don't want to let people down. And that's part of it. We know they need help and we don't want to let them down. But we also don't want to feel bad ourselves. We feel like it gives us some sense of self-worth and some identity if we say yes and they're pleased with us because we say yes. All of a sudden, now that makes us feel better about ourselves. We all of a sudden magically feel more loved because we've said yes to someone needing something from us. And we become people pleasers. We become these yes men. And I've referenced before the movie with Jim Carrey called Yes Man about how He's told to say yes to everything and he walks around and says yes to every single thing in his life. And we kind of see how things can get carried away because you say yes and yes and yes. And can you relate to that at all in your life? Are you a people pleaser? Are you essentially becoming a doormat for someone to walk all over you and take advantage of you? I know that's something that rings true in my life so strong is in the past, I have said yes to people out of the fear of saying no, and I've turned into a doormat. I've turned into someone that people can take advantage of and abuse and use because they know you won't say no. And so when they're looking for someone to say yes to, you know who they're turning to. It's you because you're going to say yes. And they're, they know that you're not going to say no because you're afraid and because you're committed. You're, it's almost like you're too far gone now. And so one thing that's so important when it comes to this fear of saying no is setting healthy boundaries, especially from the from the very beginning. But if you're already caught up in it, you need to set some boundaries. And boundaries are so important. They give you that space. They give you that opportunity to be your own person. They give you that opportunity to live your own life and to make your own choices. And so in his famous book, Boundaries, Henry Cloud says that saying yes feels good, but a great relationship is one where you can say no and everyone is totally okay with it. And so do the people in your life allow you to say no if you can't do something? How do they respond to you? And if they don't let you say no or make you feel guilty if you ever want to say no, are those people really the people that you should be surrounding yourself with? You need to set those healthy boundaries. Or maybe a better question to ask you is, how do you respond When someone says no to you, do you make them feel guilty? And do you make them feel unloved because they said no? 
maybe think about the way that we're responding to others when they can't do something for us or they have to say no because of a certain reason. Do we take really strong offense to that? Or are we understanding based on their circumstances? Another quote by Henry Cloud says that a good test of a relationship is how a person responds to the word no. Love respects no. Control does not. And I find that kind of kind of ironic and kind of fitting because I mentioned that one of the reasons why we're afraid to say no is because we want to feel loved. We want to receive that love, that recognition, that approval, that satisfaction of helping someone and, and almost giving ourselves that pat on the back because we, we help them with something. And it makes us feel good about ourselves because we help them in a time of need or or maybe we just, we, we feel loved and we feel wanted, right? And he's saying that love respects no. And see, we're after love by saying that yes. But that true love and that true respect comes from when you're at a place that you have to say no, the other person can understand that. So if you resonate with this topic and this fear at all, this fear of saying no, why do we fear saying no so much? Why do you fear saying no so much? Is it because you want to fit in? Is it because you want to feel loved and approval and accepted? Is it because you don't want to let people down? Is it because you just really want to be a nice person? You want to help others out and maybe you just tend to take on too much and things can become too overwhelming for you. What's your reason for saying yes all the time and why do you have this fear of saying no? Does it stem from previous experiences kind of like me growing up where you just got tired of it? You got tired of being different. You just wanted to fit in. But as you can see from my story and maybe your own, I don't know, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble when you say yes. And it's hard to turn back. And then when you want to say no, it is so much harder at that point when you're already invested because you've already built that reputation and you've built that history of saying yes so many times that when you say no all of a sudden, it's out of character. People are more likely to understand and accept you when you initially say no, rather than when you say no months or years later when you've already committed to saying yes. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that you've said yes to something countless times and someone says, are you sure? And you say, yes, yes, I can do it. Are you sure? Yes. And you do it out of the fear of saying no. And you work on it and you work on it and it becomes too much. Maybe it becomes a burden. Maybe you start to resent the other person. And you have to say no or, or you don't know what to do because you're in a position where, oh, I, I'm afraid to say no, but I can't do this anymore. But you go to them and you say no. And they go to you, well, why wouldn't you just say no in the first place? Do you think it would be better for you to be honest and say no right away? Or to be afraid of saying no so you end up compromising yourself or maybe even lying because you don't want to let people down and you want to be liked. And then all of a sudden, two months later, you have to say no. Wouldn't it just be better if you just said no in the first place? They could have found someone else to do it. It would have saved you all that pain and all that trouble. And I know we're afraid. Sometimes we're afraid of what they'll say. Maybe we're afraid of how they'll react if we do say no. We'll feel like we're letting them down or maybe they won't ask us to do it again. They can't trust us with something. But we have to be honest with them and we have to be honest with ourselves. We've talked about living authentically before. And being able to say no when you can't say yes or you don't want to say yes is part of being and living authentically. You stand up for yourself. 
you stay true to yourself and your values. You set those healthy and proper boundaries. And you can gain respect by actually being honest. Now, I'm not saying that you should just say no to everything. I'm not saying you should just turn down every responsibility or every opportunity to go out and have fun or take on whatever or someone's in need of help. I'm not telling you to say no all the time. But what I am saying is be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself and with others. What are your reasons behind saying yes and saying no? And can you be honest about that with the people in your life? Are you saying yes because of guilt and fear of saying no? Are you afraid to let people down or afraid that they won't like you? Or are you saying yes because it truly brings you joy and it's something that you actually want to do? Steve Jobs said that it is only by saying no that we can actually focus on the things that are really important. We often say yes because we don't want to miss out on something, but by saying yes to everything, our focus is actually so scattered that we can't focus on what's really important. And then sometimes we do miss out on what are the most important things in our lives because we're so preoccupied by those other small yeses that maybe we miss out on that one big yes that we need. Steve Jobs also said that innovation comes from saying no to a thousand things to make sure we don't get on the wrong track or try to do too much. Saying yes to everything can get you sidetracked. It can lead you off course. It can distract you from your purpose. And it can overwhelm you and lead you to a feeling burnout and exhaustion. If you're a caring and kind-hearted person, you don't like letting people down. Especially when someone in need comes to you, you don't want to say no. And sometimes you can't, and that's understandable. But are you saying yes to everything? And are you saying yes to everything because of the fear of saying no? It's hard. It's hard to say no. Especially if you have past hurts. Especially if you're craving that love and that satisfaction, that approval. You just want to fit in. You just want to be liked. You want to have those friends or you want people to count on you and, and ask you to do things. You don't want to miss out on opportunities. Maybe it's an opportunity to hang out with people. Maybe it's an opportunity to go to an event or go to a party when you much rather just stay home. But you say yes out of that obligation and out of that fear of saying no because we don't know what they'll think of us if we say no. The fear of saying no is so strong in our lives and sometimes we don't know we have that fear because we're just so used to saying yes. And so my challenge for you this week is to look at your life and examine the areas that you've been saying yes to out of guilt. Examine the areas that you've been saying yes to out of the fear of saying no. Why are you saying yes? And remember, it's important to set healthy boundaries. Henry Cloud said that when we begin to set boundaries with people that we love, a really hard thing happens. They hurt. They may feel a hole where you used to plug up their aloneness, their disorganization, or their financial irresponsibility. Whatever it is, they will feel a loss. If you love them, this will be difficult for you to watch. But when you are dealing with someone who is hurting, remember that your boundaries are both necessary for you and helpful for them. 
if you have been enabling them to be irresponsible, your limit setting may nudge them towards responsibility. And I think that's an important thing to realize is it may hurt to say no. It may hurt us. It may hurt others. But that initial pain of saying no and and what that does to us or to others can hopefully nudge people towards that responsibility, can hopefully allow people to respect each other's boundaries and respect each other's space, but to realize, okay, you know what? I can't make everyone do everything for me. I have to do this for myself. And maybe there are people out there that really take advantage of you and and they depend on you for everything. And you saying no would absolutely break them and it would limit them to the point where they don't know they can do anything because all you do is do things for them. And I understand there are circumstances where there are people out there who need people to look after for them. And I'm not saying for you to say no in those circumstances. But it's the circumstances where people are more than capable of taking care of themselves, but they choose not to. And instead, they choose to treat you as a doormat to walk all over you and take advantage of you because they would rather you do it for them than for them to do things themselves. They lack that responsibility. They lack that drive and that work ethic. And setting these healthy boundaries with them will hurt at first for both you and them. But as Henry Cloud says, if you have been enabling them to be irresponsible by depending on you for everything and not taking ownership and responsibility on their own, the way that your limit setting of setting these boundaries may in fact nudge them towards being more responsible and taking responsibility for the things in their lives and to not use people and to use you as a doormat any longer. And so that's a little bit about the fear of saying no. It's a hard thing that we deal with. Saying no is hard, especially for people that we truly love in our lives or for people that have a strong influence in our lives. Saying no to people that we don't know what they're going to think if we say no. It's hard and we play those games in our mind. But I ask you to refrain from doing that. And I encourage you to, to stop jumping to those conclusions and stop playing those scenarios in your mind of what will they say and how they will react if I say no. Try your best to be honest with yourself and be honest with other people. Because that's where true love and respect come from. If we're saying yes out of wanting to feel loved and respected and fit in, do we really want that love and respect from people that are going to treat us that way and treat us differently if we're honest and say no? We can often deceive ourselves into thinking that that's exactly the love and that's exactly the approval that we need. But in fact, if someone does not allow you to be yourself and say no when you have to say no, then that's not a very nice person to be in your life. And that's not really the type of love or approval that we should be after. We should be able to be authentic and be ourselves. If we have to say no, we should be able to say no. Sometimes you have to explain it. Sometimes no should just be enough. And so I encourage you to just look at those areas in your life that you are saying yes to out of guilt and out of the fear of saying no. And then evaluate it. See if you're able to come to a decision and understand, can I say no and set these healthy boundaries? And no doesn't always have to be never. It just might be a no for that time. Maybe it's just a really bad time for you. Maybe you're going through a really hard time and you can't take anything else on. Or maybe you just really don't want to do it right now. Whatever it is, I just encourage you to, to look at this and to, to work through this fear of saying no. Because it is a fear that a lot of us have. And it takes time to work our way through it. 
but in this journey of becoming the best version of ourselves, we can't truly become the best version of ourselves if we're being held back by others taking advantage of us or if we're in this constant cycle of saying yes because we're afraid to say no. And so that's it for this episode of the Heart of Leadership podcast. We're going to continue this series on fear for a couple more weeks. For more information on the podcast and our business Upward Focus, head to www.upwardfocussolutions.com. We have many new services on there. We've now switched to 100% virtual for your safety and for ours. And so we have some virtual leadership programs and team building programs on there. So go ahead and check those out on the website. And we've actually launched a new supply chain analysis package. So if if you work in supply chain or you know anyone at all that during this time, like you need to save money on your inventory, on your purchasing, on your freight costs or whatever that might be. Well, our team is going to work with you on that and actually help you reduce those costs significantly. My business partner, Craig, who was on this podcast earlier in a Q&A, he has 20 years of experience in the supply chain industry and he's built many connections and He's really working hard right now to help businesses save as much money as possible during this time, especially when people have to let let employees go or you're looking to reduce costs in any way. So if that's something that you're in need of or something that you're, you know someone that might need that, Craig would be more than happy to walk alongside you in that. You actually get one-on-one coaching with him virtually, uh, among other things. He'll, he'll analyze all those things we mentioned, your purchasing, your inventory, your freight, and and just deliver you an opportunity to, to save money in these areas. And so if that's something you're interested, head to www.upwardfocussolutions.com and it's all there. Or you can actually email him directly at craig at upwardfocussolutions.com and he'd be more than happy to walk alongside you as you look to improve your supply chain. But that's it for today. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.